In this sikha, the Rebbe is going to deal with a Rashi, where Rashi is speaking about the Yidin's obsession or lack of obsession with blood. The Rebbe is going to explain two different opinions in Rashi and how they could work together, seemingly opposite opinions, as well as explaining why each opinion is being said by the particular Tana who is of that opinion. The Pasuk is speaking about the Isur of eating blood, of not having blood. The Pasuk says, Rak chazak, strengthen yourself not to eat blood, ki adamu nefesh, because blood is the soul. Rashi explains, why is the Pasuk telling you specifically chazak, to strengthen yourself in this area? So Rashi quotes Rabbi Yehuda that says, that Yidin at the time were steeped in blood, they were obsessed with blood. Therefore, they need to be warned. Rak Chazak strengthened themselves not to have blood. Reb Shimon ben Azai says actually something quite different. That the Pasuk is coming to teach you to what extent we need to generally be strengthening ourselves and careful with all mitzvahs. And he says, if blood, which is something so easy to stay away from, because a person does not have a desire for it, and yet the Pasuk is strengthening us and warning us about it, how much more so that we need this extra encouragement in all mitzvahs. The questions the Rebbe has is, number one, what is the reason why we need these two explanations? What's the problem with each explanation? The Rebbe also asks that seemingly these two opinions are so opposite from each other, from one extreme to the other. Are they steeped and obsessed with blood? Or they don't even have a taiva, they don't even have a desire for it, and it's so easy to stay away from it. The Rebbe asks some other questions as well, but just to finish off for right now with one other question that the Rebbe asks is why is it relevant the names of who says each one of these opinions? Now Rashi's source is in the Sifri, and the Rebbe makes some comparisons with Rashi's source. Just again to mention some of the points that the Rebbe asks is that in the Sifri, when quoting Rabbi Yehuda, that they were steeped in blood, there it says that this was before Matan Torah they were steeped in blood. Rashi leaves this out. He doesn't say it was before Matan Torah. It's making it sound like even right now, almost 40 years later, the Yidin are still steeped in blood. Now, if Rashi would say that it's before Matan Torah, at least Rabbi Yehuda's opinion wouldn't have to be in such great contradiction with Rabbi Shimon's. Rabbi Yehuda would be saying that this is before Matan Torah, they were steeped in blood. And maybe now, so many years later, which is what Rabbi Shimon is saying, is that right now, they don't even have a temptation for blood. But Rashi seems to be saying that they're steeped in blood, meaning even right now. And the question is why? So what the Rebbe explains, first of all, in regards to this last question, that Rashi leaves out that this was before Matan Torah, because the Pasuk is being said right now, Chazak, Strengthen yourself now, 39 years after Matan Torah, almost 40 years after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. This is when the Torah is telling you, strengthen yourself not to have blood, which seems to be implying that right now they were steeped in blood, still steeped in blood. Otherwise, this Pasuk should have been said 39 years ago. And this is why Rashi is telling us that right now the Yidin are still steeped in blood, and that's why they need to be told Chazak. Now, why wouldn't this be a contradiction, as we said before, between the extremes of these two opinions? One is saying that they are steeped in blood. The other one is saying that they don't even have a taiva for blood. The Rebbe explains that it's actually very realistic to say that sometimes a person doesn't have a temptation for something, and yet he's very involved in it, very addicted to it, very connected to it, for one reason or another, whether it's part of a habit, whether he believes there's something good to it. 
and therefore it's not so far to, far off to say that both things can be true at the same time. However, the problem with the first opinion saying that they're steeped in blood is this very point that if in fact they were steeped in blood the whole time, the main time they should have been warned about this chazak is one of the earlier times that the Torah told us about the Isra of eating blood, which is much closer to the Matan Torah. Why are they waiting? Why is it being told only so much later, so many years later? More importantly, how does it even make sense that if the Yidin were warned already so many times not to eat blood, and still 39, 40 years later, they're still steeped in blood? Even more so, the ones who were steeped in blood were the ones that were in Mitzrayim. Now we're speaking already about a new generation that heard so many times not to eat blood. How does it even make sense that they're still steeped in blood all these years later? It's for this reason that Rashi brings another explanation, the explanation of Reb Shimon Benazai that says, in fact, it's something easy to stay away from blood. It's something that a person doesn't have a taiva for. And the Pasuk is coming to teach us something else entirely in regards to other mitzvahs, that if we need to even be warned in a mitzvah that's easy to do, we need to be cautioned and warned, how much more so that we need extra strengthening and extra cautions in the mitzvahs that may be a little bit more difficult. The problem with this particular answer is, because then what's happening is that when the Pasuk says, strengthen yourself and don't eat blood, the Pasuk doesn't even really mean so much about the blood itself. It's mainly coming to teach us about other mitzvahs. But from the context of the Pasuk, it sounds like rak chazak, but strengthen yourself, don't eat blood. It sounds more like there is something significant that the Pasuk wants to specifically emphasize in regards to blood itself. Why is it that Rashi brings the names of these two opinions? So the Rebbe explains this in a very, very interesting way by saying that we find that generally... Rabbi Yehuda is the one that tries to stick more to let's see what this Pasuk is saying. Let's stick to the more literal meaning of the Pasuk. Whereas Rabbi Shimon ben Azai generally has another idea where he speaks often about the concept that mitzvahs, we do mitzvahs and even light mitzvahs in order to encourage us and to get us to do other mitzvahs. In other words, focusing on the enthusiasm we have to have for mitzvahs and how that will lead us to other mitzvahs or staying away from Averis. In the case of Rabbi Yehuda, the example that Rabbi brings is about a Pasuk that speaks about that a Nevela, a dead animal, we give to a Geir, or to, a, to someone that's keeping the Shavu Mitzvah, B'nai Noyach, and we could sell it to a Goy, to someone that ser- serves Avodu Zorah, and that's what the Pasuk says, and Rabbi Yehuda says that this needs to be taken very literally, meaning that we could only sell it to the first, and, sorry, only give it to the first, to the gay, and only sell it to the goy. We can't just say that the Pasuk applies equally to both, that we could sell it or give it to the gay or the goy. He's actually arguing on another opinion that would say that. What do we see? That Rabbi Yehuda tries to stick to the meaning of the Pasuk. So too in our Pasuk in regards to blood, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that says, if it says chazak, not to eat the blood, that means we try to translate it that it's referring specifically that they need a special encouragement in regards to blood. Whereas Rabbi Shimon ben tells us a mission in Perkei that one needs to run to a mitzvah kalo, and run away from an Aveira, have that enthusiasm even for a light mitzvah, because it will lead you mitzvah, geireres mitzvah, run away from an Aveira, because Aveira, geireres Aveira, this is very similar to what he's saying in our Pasuk, the Pasuk may be warning you about something very light and small, about staying away from blood, but this itself will help you strengthen yourself in all other areas of Torah and mitzvahs as well. The Rebbe now goes ahead and shows how Rabbi Yehuda, 
actually doesn't agree to Rabbi Shimon ben Azai's general way of thinking, and Rabbi Shimon ben Azai doesn't agree with Rabbi Yehuda's general way of thinking, and this is brought out from another place, some other machloikas and other areas in Shas. The Rebbe relates a story in Gemara Brachas where Rabbi Shimon ben Azai follows Rabbi Akiva into the restroom, into the bathroom, and when Rabbi Yehuda challenges him and says, what kind of chutzpah is this? He says, look, it's Torah, I need to learn, I need to learn if there's any halachis over here. What's going on? What's the basis for this disagreement in a sense? That Rabbi Shimon ben Azai is again the one that's enthusiastic about mitzvahs. He's running to try to figure out every last little detail of a mitzvah and doing it to the best of his ability even something that seems in Rabbi Yehuda's mind inappropriate, where Rabbi Yehuda is saying, look, we learned the halachis in the regular proper way, but you don't need to go overboard in an area where we could have done it in a different way. And But Rabbi, again, Rabbi Shimon ben Azai is the one full of that enthusiasm, be careful with mitzvahs, extra careful, etc. The other way around, what about, where do we see the Rabbi Yehuda? As opposed to Rabbi Shimon ben Azai is again the one that's going to stick much more to the literal meaning of psukim. So this is, the Rebbe points out to another machloikas in regards to the chi of skila that comes to a person that practices witchcraft, mechashef aloi sechaya. So Rabbi Shimon ben Azai learns it out because this pasuk says near another pasuk of kol shoichevim behemah mois yumos that anyone that lies with a behemah should be put to death by skila. But Rabbi Yehuda says we can't just say things because they say near each other and the Torah have any bearing on each other. Rather, he wants to learn it out, and basically, it says that we need to learn it out from the Pasuk itself, something related to Mechashefa itself, to witchcraft itself, and not because Psukim are just near each other, which is a similar idea, again, to our Machloikas over here. Are we focusing just on the word Chazak Levilti Achoy Adam, on the Pasuk itself that's speaking about blood, in Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, or according to Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, where he's happy to connect this Pasuk and apply it to other mitzvahs and other areas of the Torah. The Rebbe then concludes in Yena Shal and the Chassidus aspect that's being brought out over here in the Rashi. And what the Rebbe says is that we know it says, Ki Adam Hu Nefesh, that blood is the soul. And when a person goes ahead, that's what the Pasuk is saying, that's why he shouldn't eat blood. When a person eats the blood of the animal, so now he's himself going to get those Midois, that soul of the animal inside of himself. Says the Rebbe, this would then mean the opinion that says that they were Shtufim, that they were steeped in blood, meaning that we're dealing with a kind of level of a person that really got very heavily involved in those lowly coarse midas of the Nefesh Bahamis. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. The Rebbe says, what does Yehuda mean? Yehuda generally, Chassidus explains, is, is the level of Bitu. That means we're still speaking about a level of a person that's on a lowly level in Avoida. He may be still dealing with very coarse and lowly midas of his Nefesh Bahamis, and he needs to deal with them in a way of Iskafia. He needs to break himself, he needs to force himself, notwithstanding the fact that he may be interested and excited about these things. However, Abshim ben Azai, which generally we know Reb Shimon ben Azai, he was a person that had a tremendous amount of kloisa nefesh, yearning to Hashem, a person that's completely higher than lowly connections to the world and so on. What he says is that we're not dealing with the obsession of blood at all. Rather, the Torah wants to tell you how greatly excited and enthusiastic you need to be in all areas of Torah and mitzvahs. And if even in something that. You might not have a tie before, yet you need to be cautioned how much more so that you need to elevate yourself and you need to work hard and get enthusiastic in regards to things that need a little bit more chizuk 
And as the Rebbe says, the particular word that Rabbi Shimon Benazah uses is that the Torah is Lazhircha wants to warn you about all in Yadam of Mitzvahs, but the word Lazhircha is also from the word of Zoyar and light, meaning how much you have to work and elevate every single aspect of your avoid to bring it up and light it up.